Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, Toronto writer and commentator. Twice a week, I offer my take on the world, from craven politics and unchecked ambition to secret sauces, bitter loss, and fist-pumping redemption. The stories to live by. Quirky, high-style, tear-jerking, funny ha-ha, sometimes funny peculiar. My tales don't walk down the sidewalk and browse in the windows. They sneak into alleyways and come out onto different worlds. Alex Brown narrates each mini-podcast to bring to your ears what you see with your eyes in my twice-a-week blogs. And now, today's episode of Ramsey Writes. When Early Bloomers Work Late Written by Bob Ramsey I knew he was old and saw he was growing frail as he slowly climbed the stairs to the second floor of his studio, which had been his second home for over half a century. Not that studio exactly. Four years ago, David Blackwood and his wife Anita had sold their three-story house and moved into a single-story cottage. David had been hospitalized for 23 months with a cascade of maladies that would have killed a younger man. Even when he got home to Port Hope, he had to go for dialysis three times a week in Coburg, the next town over, which he still does. But Blackwood is a tough Newfoundlander, and on his 80th birthday last Sunday, climbing the studio stairs was simply a duty ahead of a pleasure, showing off his latest work. For 60 years, this small, intense, fiercely private man has been one of Canada's most distinctive visual storytellers. He's had 60 solo exhibitions, and his prints hang in the Royal Collection at Windsor Castle, the Uffizi Gallery in Florence, and the Art Gallery of Ontario, which holds his papers and the largest collection of his work. You know a print is a Blackwood the minute your eyes hit its distinctive colours and images, Deep dark blues and blacks, giant whales, icebergs as monstrous death trap for the sealers caught down in the Labrador. At least that's what they mainly were in the early part of his career. Soon, portraits of Newfoundland fishermen and their families started to appear. Blackwood's father and grandfather were both sealing ship captains when he was growing up in Wesleyville a tiny fishing village on the northeast coast of Newfoundland where he was raised in the 1940s and 50s, was, in his word, medieval. By the 1980s, he was painting in oils and watercolors, as well as doing his famed intaglio prints of Newfoundland outport life. These were garden scenes and shed doors, and they were shockingly lovely. But then, in 2013, he got desperately sick. Many thought his career as an artist was over. Even when he began to get better, doing rehab in Bridgepoint Hospital, and said he'd like to start drawing again, none of his friends expected much. His hand-to-eye coordination was shot, and his energy quickly ebbed. He said he was drawing scenes from his hospital room, west across the Don Valley to Riverdale Park. Would I like to see what he'd done? Part of me did, but I confess most of me didn't. Whatever he'd created wouldn't come anywhere near to the printmaker he'd been for 50 years. I was beautifully, thrillingly wrong. Not only was David Blackwood reborn, so was his art. Those drawings of views from his hospital room were every bit as fluid and evocative as the magnificent images he created before he was sick. Since then, 
and he's been home for six years now, he's producing more work than ever. What's more, his images are bolder and more original than ever. How can that be? How does someone on the cusp of 80, who narrowly and frequently escaped death over a period of two years, how does this man enter the most creative time of his life? I asked him this, not expecting an answer, and got what I expected. A shrug, a deflection. Then a story of the oil painting he had up on his easel in his studio. He started painting the schooner Lloyd Jack many years ago, then put it away during COVID. But now that he's looking at it again, he sees things. Weaknesses in how he's expressed the light shining on the water, for example. He didn't see before, so he's changing it. He did the same thing in a more public way with an etching from the Lost Party series. It was one of his most famous prints, Search Party Lost, which he created in 1971. This September, the Heffel Gallery on Hazelton Avenue in Toronto held an exhibition of David Blackwood, The Lost Etching. He'd lost it behind a filing cabinet in a warehouse where he stores his hundreds of plates. So he took it out and reworked it to make it better. Again, he saw things he didn't see 50 years ago. One theory for this late-life blossoming of new ideas, new mediums, and new messages is that art, like architecture, is an old man's game. Robert Bateman is 91. Ian Carr Harris is 80. Katie Ohi is 84. And Michael Snow is 92. And yes, Frank Gehry, 92. Norman Foster, 86. And Jack Diamond, 89. Are world famous and not young. I have a different theory, though. I think David Blackwood is at his creative peak because he doesn't have to worry about money anymore. And he doesn't have to worry about glory something he's never really done anyway. So he's free to do whatever he wants and take whatever new path his eyes and hands and spirit lead him to. David Blackwood was my art teacher in 1963. I think we bonded, though I was only in grade nine, because I was an outsider from Edmonton, thrust into Trinity College School in Port Hope. And he was even more of an outsider teaching there. So, in an odd, unspoken way, we stuck together. Let's hope he keeps climbing those stairs in his studio for a good long time, because the best is yet to come. Today's Ramsey Writes was read by Alex Brown. For more information on Bob Ramsey, his work, and all the other things he does besides writing, go to ramseyinc.com. That's R-A-M-S-A-Y-I-N-C dot com.